jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, be, be. I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie, but I, I feel like I'm. I just don't wanna. I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the comedy trap house. I get the joke now. <laughs> Guess what, Cam? What? That's a damn lie, because it's raining outside. Welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. I am your host, Rome Green Jr., and we give you nothing but love, laughs, and a whole bunch of bullshit in the building I got Cam with me. Not going to lie, that shit felt really good. That shit felt good. It did, like, it did feel Tony, good. Tony, Tony, Tony don't get they just do as far as I know. Because anniversary feels good Anniver- in that song. Anniversary is one of the... <laughs> That shit, when it comes on, feels like love. It feels like it feels like love. The essence of love, like that's that's the best it way. Feels to describe. good, feels good. I think that's my favorite Tony Tony Tone song. Yeah, like, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. No. But to be fair, to be fair to California, this is the time of the year it actually does rain. If it if it's gonna rain, it's like it rains during the winter here, and then June when they have the June gloom, they sometimes it rains in there. That's what they that's what they say. But we need it. So. We we do need it, but here's my here's what I don't like about California rain right now. They don't have gutters. Yeah, they don't have the infrastructure to handle <laughs> rain. It just floods. Streets it, just be flooding. Like people's tires are no, but but barely. Like in the valley, I barely see any gutters. It floods as soon as you come out of our driveway and go to the end of the street. It's a flood Where there. Got a gutter live? Well, well, he I think he in New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> Because maybe he's the only one that can answer this. The gutter gutters, the presidents of gutters. <laughs> if he had a gutter business, it would be great. Oh, no, for sure, because you that's in your name. It's in what you're doing. It, it's, it's, you're, you're taking care of the gutters. Gutter gutter. Can you have a gutter business? Was that is that a lucrative business? Everybody need gutters. So And you got to repair gutters. Yeah, you do. And gutters ain't just on the you know on yeah. the road. You got gutters on your on your around your on house. Your, around your house, for, yeah. You know, get the rain from the roof. And our roof, our roof holding up. So that's what's up. Because it got fixed. It got fixed. I thought I seen the drop, and I was about to get very upset when I thought. Yeah, I, seen I saw. The drop. I saw the the saw the, um, the bucket. The bucket. I was like, what happened? Yeah, because I when I came out, I seen. I think I seen one drop, but I ain't see that and nothing after that. So you know, maybe you know, raindrop, drop top. You don't want your house to fall, plop, plop. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. But you know what I was thinking about the other day? Speaking of love. What's up? Do you remember how in middle school, if you walked a girl to her class, how significant that was? Y'all go together. Y'all was damn near married if you walked a girl to class. Yeah, yeah, that, that, for sure. That you, was a huge deal. That was like first steps in a yeah. relationship. Like, hey, you know, I can walk you to class. You you walk her to class. You may get a hug. Yeah. You hopefully you get a kiss. Yeah, yeah. And then you walk back to your boys. Where you was at? You know, walking, yeah. walking. You know, Sharonda to the class. Sharonda, I know she got braids. 
definitely got braids. I love braids. But it was something, yeah, it was something about walking a girl to her class. Like that was that was a higher archery. That was higher than sex. You walk a girl to class, oh, yeah. you like shit. You in there. Like, oh, you walking her to class, nigga? Don't get caught walking on no other girl that day. Oh, it's a rap for you. But the best feeling was you walk this girl to class and her friends in there and they started making that woo noise. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. But you playing it cool. Hey, you like, right, chill out, out you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you be chill smiling, out. you kiss on the cheek and shit. You know, woo, uh, you hear that again? Uh, yeah, y'all relax, y'all relax, Y'all wrinkling man. up my uniform. What's <laughs> you did, did you pass notes in class? You did it. Come on, man. Come on, man. You Come gotta on, pass notes. Passing yeah, notes was the in first school, text I used message. To keep my notes from girls too. I had them all in a in a box. Oh yeah, I, I think go I still read them sometimes. I think I still got mine. You know what? When I go back home, I try to get mine and pull them up because I know it's some corny shit in there. Yeah, I write notes. Man. I know it's some corny. That was the first text message. That, you know, that was what I'm the saying? first text message, and then you right there to and see, then, and then the smiley face is written on there with the first emoji. Come on, man, we've been, we been out here, man. Come on, man. Apple, cut me, cut, cut us the check, man. And you know, you know, the girls with the pretty hand, they would sometimes use colored pens. And they shit. had nice, uh, yeah, nice some, handwriting. Yeah, sometimes they try to spray some perfume on there. Like, come on, man. I used to get jealous because some of them handwriting be looking bomb. Oh, I'm some like, of them yeah, handwriting some like, fire. There's some fire handwriting. Someone put on lip gloss and kiss it that damn. Come Look, on, man. And you ain't need no. You ain't, you ain't need no red receipt because you, you right there in front of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, sometimes the best friend will hand it to you from yeah, her, true, on her behalf because she was so shy and, and but modest because you, you know. But it was, but for some reason now I'm she thinking She didn't want to be arrogant with the notes so she <laughs> want to be modest about it. Like somebody else handed it to you when I'm, she ain't pressed. When I'm thinking about it now, those were exciting times. When you got a note nigga. from a girl you fuck with. Especially if it was like two pages. You go home and read that. Nigga. Now you got to respond. Come on, man. You in your room like, shit, all right, I got to come with it. Like, I can't, you know what I'm and saying? That was a way to apologize, too. When somebody mess up, you know, you drop that note off and walk yeah. off because you wasn't... You was too scared to, you know, just express your feelings at that age in front of somebody eye to eye. So you had to drop it, right? You quick had to drop and, it. Right. And walk off. <laughs> Hopefully, no one else get it. Put it in the locker, maybe if you know, oh, if you man. know the locker. Come you on. Remember, girls used to keep that one notebook full of all the guys in school. And Come all on, the girls man. Would, uh, write in it what they feel about oh, the yeah. dudes. And niggas be trying to steal it to see niggas. what they saying about them. Come on, man. And then yes. you know the end of the year when the yearbook comes, you gotta get the signatures. Come you got it. Come, come on, no, I got that in the in the closet you right got, now. You gotta get the signatures because if on, you don't man. get the signatures, you, how many signatures you got that validated your importance? Like you like, all right, come if on, I man. how many signatures can I get? Who writing the longest note? Like when come a girl on, take man. up a full page or come something, on, you like, I'm out here, nigga. Come on, man. I'm out here. Come Lucky, on, man. Hey, giving them the fingers. Giving. Oh, right, listen. Listen, you know, the you fingers. Fingering back then, hey, fingers. Tearing them. I, hey, listen. My fingers was working. That index and that middle moon finger. Moonwalking in there. You might as well. You might as well clock in overtime. Fingers were moonwalking. Oh in yeah. There. <laughs> oh, you hear doom, 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 doom. The fingering, the fingering, the fingering, the fingering, the fingering, the fingering. With my end, that's the middle, I'm fingering. <laughs> fingering, <laughs> fingering, 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 my dirty fingers, oh, my dirty fingers, oh, fingers, oh. You better watch.
washing them ass before you get a, yeah. somebody a yeast infection. Oh yeah, these fingers were some smooth criminals, nigga. Oh, running, yeah, running, right. running through them. Oh yeah. And but that was exciting. You get on the bus, you be smile. You know, you be smiling. You kind of try to you try to sit down like it ain't nothing. Your homie, like, what's wrong with you? You know, I was in the back. You know what I'm saying, yeah, man. With Sharonda. You know what I'm saying, like man. what you was back there doing. I mean, come on, man. You know, I was, man. man. You know, ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. You finger a girl next day. You wear the Michael Jackson gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know what happened last night. <laughs> Yesterday. Oh shit. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? You trying to, you know, I hate when niggas be like, smell my fingers. Chill out, dog. Chill. Yeah, I'm not yeah, smelling yeah. on nobody else's yeah. fingers. Yeah, Only yeah. mine. That only was exciting mind. times fingering, man. Why was that so exciting? Because that was the only thing we knew. That was the only action you was really getting. Honestly. Yeah, that, that was it. Well, that's, that's the action you... I was getting. No, that, some, that, some, that, some people were fucking. Yeah, some people was fucking. I wasn't fucking. I was, I was, well, I was fat, so I wasn't really getting the, the attention I needed. So yeah, my, the, my fucking started really in college. Yeah, <laughs> when I first fingered though, I ain't really know. Like I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, "All right, cool. I feel a little spongy thing back here." Yeah, you had to get you, you had to go saying? to the roof of that thing. That, yeah, that, that, that G spot, that spongy. With the come here action. With the come here action. The come here action. But you know, the first couple of times you just excited to be there. It's, that's it. You that's, just feeling stuff you ain't never felt before. Like, oh, you know what it felt like that first time we came to California. You just excited. You just excited to be here you in excited. the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Excited. You gonna make a few mistakes. That's all. You definitely gonna make a few mistakes. <laughs> but you just, you just excited to be there and then you start doing like the the scissor motion with your hand oh and yeah it's a, it's a string of wetness oh that's yeah connected to the other that's that you, oh yeah you, like, right. you was you like okay this different this all different right. i like all this right. and then you go home and beat off <laughs> nigga, nigga walk around his chest out like he done did something you know you was the man and then you know what i'm saying you thought at that point like you and that girl, that was that was your thing. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you definitely yeah, get you walk like, class now. Hey, dog, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't mess with Sharonda. You know what I'm saying? Me and her, you know what I'm saying? We doing things you now. Sitting by each other at lunch. You know what I'm saying? Giggling and shit. Giggling. You know, you, you walking out of class. You know, next thing you know, what she doing? She wearing your necklace. Come on, man. Come on. You got claimed. Oh, oh. And once then, you wear the necklace, that's it. Once you wear the necklace, that's, and, the, that's look, the marriage ring. And then don't let her have a binder with your fucking photo in the front, nigga. You on, you man. was out here. Come on, man. She got a binder with your photo on, in the man. front. You that dude. Come on. You that dude. Come on. Come on, oh, man. Y'all better, y'all better y'all chill out. Y'all don't know about this innocence. Y'all don't know about this y'all innocence. Y'all don't know about that young innocence. See, right now, all y'all got is technology. We was in here in love. You know what I'm saying? We was really in love. Niggas was in love in high y'all school. Y'all sending text messages and putting each nah. other photos on the background of your phone. Nah, you know how much love. work it is? Like, if it's, it's raining outside, what if I what if I note get wet? We can't, we got to rewrite that. You know what I'm saying? We can't give her we no were, wet We were Shakespeare with our love. We was writing notes. Come we on, were man. If I couldn't spell it, that was, that, hey. that's it. It was no spell check when I was writing on paper. That's it. She seen the vulnerability in my words. She saw man. my true intelligence. Come on, man. Y'all she really can't. knew if I was dumb or not. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga, sometimes I was stupid. <laughs> sometimes when you don't know which the right two or dare to write, you just do the the ebonics way of doing it. Yeah, you write yeah. the number. You put D E R E. Fuck it, I ain't trying to think about this. Come I'm trying on, to express man. my love. And then hold on, now you going got me going down memory lane. Oh man, we going no, on, a, listen, on a love rant. Listen, don't don't let the hair get long. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the hair get long in high school. Then you want the girls to be playing your hair or braid your hair. Oh, or try, um, they call me J Bug, tenth grade. Come I came there with the long S girl. <laughs> Call me J Bug. You was J Bug. You was J Bug. Call me J Bug for that first two weeks. Come on, man. I be in class. I take the hair out. You know, you be trying to be cool with. You know, somebody can braid my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to. Yeah, it was braid. straight Mario. You oh, straight yeah. Mario. Braid oh, yeah. my hair. Yeah, braid my hair. He he. That was an iconic song. He knew what he was talking about. Come on, man. 
Come he on, was in man. love. He was he was around our age, you know. That's when that's when love was love, man. They said, "Sit me between your legs, come and braid my hair, make me feel all right, make it last all night." Come on, man. Love ain't love no more. Love ain't love no more, man. Love ain't love no more. And, and then and then, see, I put it this way: life was all grand, you know. what I'm saying, wasn't no problems really like that. You know, you had your regular high school shit or whatever. But then the first time you had sex, that's when all the problems came in. Because now all your mind is on yeah. <laughs> its vagina. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's where it went downhill. you like, oh, shit. I'm in a whole new world. You, it went from Fringer. I was fucking. <laughs> Once it's like it's like it's like when they it's like biblical when they discovered the tree of knowledge and they bit and they realized like, oh, shit, we naked. Soon as we got in there, we was like, oh, we home. We back. Like, this where... Yeah. This where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. This where I'm, this this where I came from. Yeah. This to the motherland. Come on, man. Uh, man, this this wasn't really one of the podcasts. It wasn't, but that's subjects, funny. But we went on a tangent. That's man. funny. Before we get out of here, yeah. I do want to say I still do enjoy fingering. So yeah, I mean, because what? Going. That's part that's of foreplay. I like foreplay. That's part of foreplay. You know like what I'm saying? Foreplay. You gotta you gotta tickle. You gotta tickle that it's thing. Like, you know, you gotta get warmed up. It's like it's like a car in winter. You can't just go out there and start it up. Come on, Cam. You can't just go out there and the start it up. The niggas that's lucky enough to have a you know. A car you could start it from from inside the house and let it run. Come on, they man. can warm it up. But when you really gotta go out there and crank it up, you gotta warm it up first before you drive it. Come That's, on, man. Come on, man. Right. Y'all better chill out, man. And shit, I, I live in tropical climates. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nothing about warming up no car, you know but I know saying? about warming up that. Oh, all right, let's all right. <laughs> keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, Super man. Bowl. Super Bowl. First off, yeah. Brady the goat. No yeah. matter what you feel about him, yeah. he the goat. No matter I can what say, you feel, yo, they cheated. Maybe that was two occasions. He still got four. He yeah. the goat. Regardless, he the goat. There's nothing. There's no argument. Even with an underwhelming performance last performance last night, it was, he was the. He's still the goat. I mean, he, he got plays it. when he, when when he needed when they count because he didn't play good. Honestly, nobody it, played no, nobody good. played. That good whole game was night. trash. Yeah, it, it was a little boo boo. But Cam was saying this last night was right back in the car. To put it in perspective for some of you guys, we are 30 years old, about to be 31. Mm-hmm. Brady yep. has been good since we was like 12. Since we were in middle school. Like <laughs> Middle school is when he started winning Super Bowls. Like, this nigga was good post 9-11. That's wild. How old were y'all then? Come on, man. Like, he's been balling since me and Rome were in middle school. That's a different level of, that's a, a different level of. Rome. We're nine years out of college. <laughs> How many years out of high school? Thirteen. That nigga been he been the fourteen straight AFC champion. Well, he's been to, I don't know straight, straight but straight he's been to yeah. fourteen AFC championship games. He's been to nine Super Bowls. And I'm I'm gonna break it down even deeper for some of y'all. Jeez. For some of y'all may who may not watch football and nothing like that. See, the thing is, in the NFL, when you go to the playoffs, you got one game. When you lose that one game, you go home. Like yeah. NBA, you can lose the game, come back. You can lose yeah. the game, come back. You can lose the game, and hopefully you can still. When Le- when LeBron and them beat uh, Golden State, they came back from three one. I think I think they were down three one. You can come back. NFL, mm-hmm. you're done. So the sheer intensity and like the level of difficulty that you have to have in the NFL to go to the playoffs, not lose, <laughs> and go all the way. Is it's it's wild. If I was a Patriots fan, I wouldn't even watch until the Super Bowl. What's the point? Well, I'm watching regular season four when I know it's about to happen. What's I'm watching playoffs for when I know it's gonna happen? And guess what? He not done. He not done. He not done. 
And if he never lost to the Giants or the Philly or Philly, he would have nine Super Bowl rings right now, going for ten. That's like, crazy. I knew Brady was going to win because he only lose to the NCE. Yeah, he do. That's true. And the only reason I was really pulling against Rams because they knocked my Cowboys out. So there's no way I can pull for them to win. Yeah, and it was it so, was just and it was actually fun because we were in a household that was at pretty much everybody was going for the Rams. So except I, for it, us, it was three, three of, of us <laughs> going for the Patriots. And it, and it was just like when Atlanta lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots and everyone was on IG celebrating the first two quarters, three oh, yeah. quarters, all I'd see. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowls, Falcons, yeah, yeah. fourth quarter. All yeah. these stories go quiet. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was house was done. quiet. I could finally hear the volume of the game after, after oh, yeah, they that, lost. It was I couldn't hear nothing during the game. But the thing is, the... I didn't get to really pay attention to because, you know, Super Bowl is usually known for uh, commercials. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really get to pay attention to too many commercials. But matter of fact, before I go on that, one more thing. Some people don't get to go to the playoffs in their NFL career. Yeah. Like, don't get to go to the playoffs. Yep. He got six <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Some people get Titles. there at the Super Bowl once and never go again. Never go again. So these Rams ain't guaranteed for y'all to ever get there again. That's the life. wild part. That's the wild part. But and when you go to Patriots. Yeah. And Brady, he, his first Super Bowl was against the Rams. So this is just, he was just ready to do it again. And then he did it again. And it was, I think it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl. Possibly. I think it was, I think they said the record, it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl. And I mean, hey. Another thing I noticed is that, um, if my team's playing Super Bowl, I'm not going to a Super Bowl party because mm -hmm. I want to hear the analysts talk. I want to hear everything. And it was loud and in it there. It just was loud. It was loud it was in loud. there. Loud. It was loud and but it almost felt like a little. It was a. It was like a family reunion vibe in there. It was like a big family. And I did like the vibes in there. It was well, cool because the everybody was, was drunk. Everybody <laughs> was eating. Oh, I had a great time. But if it was blast. my team, I wouldn't have been there. Yeah, which Honestly. is fair. That makes you want to be in it because. You don't want to. You don't want to miss no call. You don't want to. You want to be able to yell at the screen when you want to yell at the screen. You don't need people like walking in front of the TV and shit because that'll yeah. piss you off. Yeah, that'll piss you off. But um, but the best Super Bowl commercial to me was the NFL commercial when they was all like at a banquet. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, no, that was good. Grab a cake and all that. That was cool. Because Brady Hall flexed on him in that commercial. Yeah, when he popped off all his rings. It was just cool to how they use all the new players and the old players. Yeah. And, Hall of Flame famers. What was so, it for? It was for. Uh, I think it was for some for the related to. Yeah, I can't remember honestly, but that was the best one that that I remember off the top of my head. How'd you uh, How'd you feel about halftime? Even though we couldn't hear I it here, barely hear it, but it, it looked it, it looked it, it looked whatever. It looked whatever, <laughs> but I like I fuck with Maroon Five, and I fuck with Travis. And who Who else was Maroon Five? Travis, and a big boy them came out. It wasn't like, well, like I said, I couldn't really hear it all that crazy, but I did like a little bit that I did hear. There was an uproar on the internet because Adam Levine had his nipples out, right? And so, you know, Janet mm -hmm. got kind of boycotted and shit like that because her, her nipples was out. So they was like, a lot of people saying like, why, you know, it's the double stand, you know, why, you know, Adam can be out here with his shirt out, nipples out. When Janet's titty was out, everybody was tripping. And which I understand, like, I, I get it because you want... Keep the same energy. That's what they, that's what people basically saying. Keep the same energy. 
I didn't think about it at the time when because I'm not really looking at the man's nipples like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even really think about it with Janet. I was like, oh shit, the titty popped out, and then I moved on. No, that was a shocking moment. No, it was, was a like, shocking oh, movement. But I, Janet titty popped out. Yeah, that was, that was nice titty. That was solid. And you know, it didn't, it didn't offend me. Though. It didn't offend me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop being offended by the nipples. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. sometimes you got to let the nipples free. I just come to realize it's always going to be double standards. Oh, all the time. It's almost like yeah. with this whole Bow Wow situation. You know, Bow Wow got arrested. Mm hmm. For domestic violence, him and I the see. girl both got arrested. When you see both of their mug shots, just from looking at the picture, it looks like Bow Wow didn't fight back. It that's what it looked, looked like. It looked she like, was yeah. the aggressor in this situation. But yeah, that's not even the point here. You know, I don't know what happened, but yeah. the point is, people are making fun of him. Like when it could be a point where he possibly didn't hit back, which you would want, which right? you What you would want. Because like, if it was her, the opposite, if she looked like Oh, it'd him, be an uproar. It'd be an uproar. It'd be an uproar. And I was always saying that. And all this, so. When, it's double standards always going to be. I've had conversations with women. Like, there a lot of, and some women that feel like, yo, you can't just sit out here and beat on no dude, and then when he hits you, run and tell that he hit, like, Cause that's kind of that's kind of whack. Like you can't sit here and just, you don't want to get hit. Cool. I don't want to get hit hit either. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of women that know how to fight. Like, and if yeah. you hitting me in my face, like what I'm supposed to do? At some point, it's self defense. Yeah. So I'm not saying you go. I'm not saying go around and beat women. I would never say that because that's I, that's absolutely. I don't believe in any of that. But I do believe in self defense. I do believe in that. You shouldn't put your just hand put your hands on nobody. Like the, the ones I don't get is like when I watch on the internet, I'll see a girl hitting this dude like in public, and everyone watching, recording, he just like hitting him, and he restraining him, restraining himself. And as soon as he hit back, then everyone want to jump in and break him up or attack the dude. But I'm like, why didn't y'all just break it just up before it got up. to this point? Like, instead of recording, break it up before it gets to that point where either one of them have to hit each other. Everybody has their breaking point. Like, everybody yeah, has their breaking, breaking point. point. <laughs> like, like when 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 is enough enough? You know what I'm saying? But and I that, that's one of the first thing I thought about. Like at first, I, well, at first I seen it and I didn't know what happened. The the mugshot looked funny. Know what yeah, I still don't he know. Could uh, have actually had yeah. hit her, but I'm yeah. just saying. We just basing it off the pictures. Off the pictures, yeah, that, yeah. And that's what they was clowning him on. It don't look like. And I remember, <laughs> like, I seen him with this girl, this, that same girl not too long ago, and they looked like they was cool, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't no telling, I ain't no telling what happened. But I just feel like Bow Wow, at this point in his life, is just in a lot of stuff <laughs> that he don't need to be in. Like, maybe he need to, like, he gotta, just, you know, gotta change tuck away. Up, you know, it, it I don't know. But Ch- the, the, the craziest thing is the, the report says the police didn't know who did what? So they took them both in. But I'm like, when I'm looking at the mug shots, yeah, man, he looked he messed looked, up. He did look messed up versus the way she looked. Like it almost looked like it almost like she took something across his face, like not a fingernail. It was a scratch. So that, no, that was a scratch. Does it look like scratch? It looked like scratch. okay, look a little deeper than that. Maybe okay, maybe it was just a scratch. Those are scratches that should be on his back, not his face. Scratches Actually, I mean that's they should. They should. Like But yeah, I don't know the full story, so yeah. I don't know, but it's just I just know I just want I was speaking on more of the double standards. The double standards. He could have nah, actually yes. have been in fault as well, but the double standards of when a girl beats up a guy versus we need to work on all the double standards in this world for sure uh Uh, now i see how we go from super bowl to that that's funny i mean listen we out here we (laughs) out here on a tuesday uh one of the so one of the super bowl commercials since we were on the super bowl too 
um, was the Andy Warhol. You want to speak about um, that commercial, the Burger King? Oh, no. Nah. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, that's not what you're talking about? No, that, no, I ain't got Burger King on board talk about that. Yeah, because I couldn't hear it. I, just saw, I saw it, but I couldn't hear it at the party. But it says Burger King marketing trick. Yeah, right? that's a whole different situation. It ain't nothing to do with Andy Warhol. Oh, really? Yeah. You like you for real? I'm dead ass. <laughs> that's hilarious because I thought you were talking about that. You were talking about that. Man. No, you're I'm not. dead ass. So what you talking about there? Well, let's, we can move. Well, we here now, so yeah, we might we, as well do it. Basically, Burger, I mean, Burger King, I think it was last week or... Last yeah. month or something where going back to different people's Twitter accounts, especially influencers, and liking tweets from like 09, 010. Okay. And then everyone was taking notice of this because it's so random. Yeah. And they was like retweeting it like, why Burger King liking my old tweets and all this? So all these people were talking about it started trending. And then they announced that they're dropping like one of their old products like funnel, funnel fries or something from back then. Yeah. So they used that as free marketing. That's so it was genius. Yeah. And then like someone like Casey Nasdaq, if y'all know who that is, he's a big YouTuber. Yeah. He do he vlog every day and get millions of views. He said they got me. Because him he he had to he responded about it and it just became all this free marketing. So it was a genius idea. Instead of like going and paying people to promote this thing, they, just, they go like it and it, knowing they go about it and just create all of this stuff. Around Burger King. Around Burger King. That's See, I'm like, it's almost a little manipulative. No, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot genius. of manipulative. It's genius. Because companies are, I love it. People are realizing that they they don't have to go to the big advertising agencies no more. You don't mm -hmm. have like that's done. That's that. I mean, it's not done, done, but it's is. But people like that deserve a raise. Like whoever came, whoever up came up with that campaign, they're forward thinking. Mm, they're yeah, forward yeah, yeah, thinking, yeah. like. Like that's 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 genius marketing because you got all these people to talk about it. So he came out and and not attacked but made humor out of it. Like how y'all owe me something from this, and they agreed to who who Casey. Oh Casey, yeah He had a phone call with the the head of marketing. Yeah, and they decided to um donate to some charities of two choices of Casey. Well, that's good. And all this, but it was like it was genius on Casey part too to flip it, to flip it and yeah. get this connection that's probably going to lead to money in the future for him in advertisement for Burger King. There you go. And when you got a big enough name like that, it makes noise already. Like yeah. and he has, and Casey has a huge, a huge So it was like, everywhere. So. Like, everyone's picking up that story in the media. How'd you see it? On Twitter. It on Twitter, trending. Oh, yeah, it was trending. And then I saw a Casey video and then I started reading about like, this is great. That's that new age marketing. That's funny because Burger King also had on the flip side, so they they had a Super Bowl commercial, and it was from a it was from footage from Jorgen Leaf's 1982 documentary called Sixty Six Scenes from America, and it was with Andy Warhol eating Burger King. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing: um, last night the commercial aired, uh, basically. Andy Warhol seen eating a Burger King burger, and that's all the commercial really was. I know it was black and white, and he was the, eating the he, burger. He was eating the burger. Now, this says this is from Bill Oakley on Twitter. He said, the footage in the Burger King Super Bowl ad was shot by a Danish filmmaker in 1982. When Warhol saw the Whopper, he asked, where is the McDonald's? McDonald's said Warhol, like, no, and um, Warhol 
was like that he thought the McDonald's was the most beautiful because they sat a McDonald's. I mean, they sat two neutral burgers and then like a Burger King burger there. And so he was like, where's the McDonald's? And they were like, oh, we'll go get you some. And he was like, uh, instead of wasting time, I'll just do the Burger King because I don't want to do the neutral burger. And so Burger King used that part for last night. Mm-hmm. So what people are kind of saying is that basically eat Burger King if McDonald's isn't around. <laughs> And so that's what people was getting from <laughs> when they went back and read the research about the whole about the whole thing. But the funny thing about that is like McDonald's is always around. McDonald's is yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So and it says so it says uh Warhol was so aware of his own commercial value, he might refuse to appear with a certain product. So uh he's like, I took my precautions. When he saw the three hamburgers I ordered, one from Burger King and two neutral products, he said, Where's a McDonald's? I said, we get one right away. It's the nicest design, he said. Let's not waste time on that. I'll eat the Burger King. It was his choice. And so it, the, the photographer, the guy filming was like, he didn't expect him to be so relaxed about the choice of product, even though he preferred McDonald's because they had the nicest design. And in his very professional opinion, um, he said Burger King was okay, uh, but he refused to work with the neutral one. So it was just funny how Burke just took that. It's just it made me think about how people can take them once again out of context of you can just take because looking at the commercial you'd be like, oh, Warhol's a Burger King fan because he's eating his Burger King. Mm-hmm. But when you read into the backstory, it's like he actually asked for the McDonald's, but this Burger King was just here. And so they took that piece mm-hmm. and 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 used it for the commercial. I mean, it worked. They they it got aired on the during the Super Bowl and stuff, but it's. Yeah, they need to give bonuses to their marketing. Yeah, they out here. Marketing team this this past two months because they out here. They out here doing their thing thing. But uh, another people that ain't doing their <laughs> thing thing or is doing their yeah. thing thing is Ice because they just picked up 21 Savage because he's a United Kingdom citizen. Now, this news was probably some of the most random news I thought it was fake. Honestly, when I saw yeah. it, I thought this was fake. I'm like, this is no way this is real. Like, So when I re- first read the, I seen it pop up on my phone. I'm yeah. like, this ain't real. I'm like, this is probably like the onion or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's real. It's real. So it's like, so I'm guessing he was a United Kingdom citizen. He was a UK citizen. He was born in UK. Born in UK. And moved here in like 05. Moved here in 05. his visa. He had a year visa. Yeah. And he he been here ever since. So he came here around like 13, 13, 14, something like that, and been here ever since. <laughs> and the funny thing about it, he never really said like where he from. Nah. He just talked about where he was raised. Where he was raised, Atlanta. So and this, it's, go ahead. I'm about to say, and it's and like that visa stuff is real. We've had friends, like we've sat and had conversations with friends who've talked about how hard it is to get around this visa and like live here without the visa and like apply mm-hmm. for the visa and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So they don't play about that stuff. But it, it just makes sense when I'm starting to think about everything. He never tore outside the U.S. Yeah, that I know of. Um, he stayed collaborating with London on the track. <laughs> now that makes more sense. That does make more sense. He want to take it back to his roots. Now he should just change the name to Twenty One Liverpool, Twenty One Manchester, or something. Manchester, and just rebrand, keep it moving, come back, come nah. back stronger. Now he gonna have all of UK and US on his now, side. Now here's the thing, guys. It's not funny it's to not be funny. locked up. It's not funny at all. That's not funny. 
What's funny is this random fact that he is from the UK. It's from the UK. That's that's the funny part. Now a lot of so Demi Lovato last night mm-hmm. deactivated her Twitter because people was going at her. Yeah, you want to make jokes because because she was get, making because she was making jokes. Now I understand what she was saying. She was saying I wasn't making jokes about him being not free. I was making jokes about the memes, which I was making jokes about the memes too. So I understand mm-hmm. from that part, but. When people come at you, you gotta just know that that's that's the internet. That's what the internet going. And you and you a target already. You famous. And you Whatever famous. you say, gonna be amplified. So we can say it. People might not be like they're like, oh, that's just funny. Yeah, you a comedian, millions. and you got you got millions. So you got to know that that comes with the territory. And her and Wale was going back and forth, but he was just like, I'm not gonna disrespect you, Queen. I want you to get better. You know, I just don't think you should Hilarious. be laughing at you Hilarious. know da da da. But that's internet culture. They yeah. don't laugh at anything. I see yeah. some of the darkest things happen. People dying and people making jokes. Oh, like, inst- instantly. Like, I'll see people People have RIP posts and people promote their music under it. That's like, wild. It's all kind of shit like that. So it's the internet. You can't really be too offended by it. You can't take it too seriously or like at you, times. Or you're just going, you're going to let it drive you crazy. Or you got to deactivate. And she did. I mean, and she deactivated. Now, first thing I thought about, I was like, oh, shit. I need to call my mom and my dad and make sure I'm good. Because <laughs> well, he was born on the U.S. Yeah, I was born on U.S. So it was the U.S. base. He was actually born in U.K. Like first thing I thought about when I heard his real, I'm like, this would be a bomb ass storyline for a, Top Boy. That be a that would be for the new season of Top Boy. If for all y'all don't know, Top Boy is a U.K. show. It's like the, yeah. the U.K.'s wi- the Wire. It's like it was great. It was like six episodes, but it was so good. And I know Drake purchased the rights to it and. I know SZA, him and not SZA, my bad. Why I say SZA? Um, uh, I say SZA. Um, Skepta. Skepta. Um, supposed to be producing it for Netflix a new season, so this could possibly be a storyline. That would be for a, Top Boy. That would be. I a love nice that storyline. But you know how I knew it was real? Yeah. They had an old interview of Twenty One Savage Mom at yeah. one of his charity events. Yeah. And they interviewed her. Mm-hmm. Straight British. Oh, for real? Straight British. That's Straight hilarious. British, British. I seen his mom. But I never heard a talk. Never heard a talk. Straight British. He's from. He's he's from the UK. That confirmed it for me. That's wild. She's straight British, and the nigga that's interviewing her, I'm like, this nigga kind of looking at her funny. I'm like, he did not expect this accent. No, nah, I know. Yeah, he probably he was like, the fuck. And he got twin sisters over there in the UK, so he really was hiding. He, he was ducked off. But the thing is, it seems real convenient, though, because he's been arrested before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they haven't found this in his background. Like, that's a little fishy to me. A little bit. As soon as he started talking about immigration and started talking about um, financial, financial freedom, freedom for yeah. people in the hood and people, other rappers coming to how they need to be more mindful with their money and yeah. invest, that now they take him down because, yeah. you know, when and that's why Martin they try- Luther King, I'm not trying to compare these two yeah, people, yeah. but when MLK started talking about money, and financial freedom, that's when they killed him. Yeah. Like, as soon as black people in higher positions start talking about shit that's going to affect the economy and improve the lives of black people, something always happens. And that was one of the main thing they was talking about. They was talking about how that this man is out here actually trying to do better. Like, even you can hear it in his his album, how he's, you know, he's, his growth mm-hmm. as, as a man and as a musician, as an artist, and he's trying to do better for his community. He's always doing things in Atlanta to try to give back and stuff like that but now all of a sudden 
his visa is a is an issue, and now we want to arrest this man. It's just like mm-hmm. it's like come on, man. Like that is very convenient. It is very very. I'm telling convenient. you, he got to drop a new song and got to be produced by London on the track. And just, the irony and the humor in that would be it's great. amazing. It'd be amazing. I think this is gonna be a kind of a blessing in disguise. And now he's just gonna get his paperwork right become a U.S. citizen, and now he's really going to be able to travel the world. When he go to U.K., it's going to go, it's gonna go crazy. Off. It's going to go When off. he go to U.K., it's going to be crazy. The scary part about it, if he don't really have family over there like that, just be deported somewhere, and you don't know nothing. Now, at least the, you got money, because there's people that get deported without money. And, oh, yeah, that's like, scary. Who lived here their whole life yeah. and then get deported. <laughs> it's like, shit. What I was going to say was, did he get a... Did he get deported yet? Did you read like? No, or, I think he just in custody. But they going They might send. They might. That's the whole. Probably gonna send him back. His, he been here <laughs> since oh five. Yo, that's wild. 06, his, his his visa expired, and he been living here ever he been since. Living here ever since. But my thing is like, how you not? They they he got arrested before. How they didn't see this before? Like that's now, what like how do you how do you miss? That's a big thing to miss because when you get when you get booked, not that I've been arrested. But I feel like when you get booked on stuff, like they they look at all your information, like yeah, because we because in the United States we are a number. We have, we go by a social security number, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. And with that, you gotta pull up info. And like, did they not? Like I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. Like when you think about, it, I don't know. My thing is too. If like if he came here at thirteen, fourteen. Did he have an accent? Because he don't have no British yeah, oh, accent no, now. That, like, that's, that's long enough, I feel, to establish an accent. That 14 years. Unless he had it and lost it since he's been here. Now I'm trying know. to imagine 21 Savage with a, a British accent. But no. you know those British, they are the best actors. No, for sure. Half of them, you don't even know they're British because you sure. see them playing all these movie roles. And then you find, when you see an interview, you're like, this nigga British? The, yeah, they honestly. They be killing they be it over killing here. So. It. He could actually have a British accent, but been acting all this time, and that would be the greatest plot twist of all fucking time. Oh, he got it. If like it, he would, if he actually came out with this British accent now, he'd be the biggest nigga in the world. He yeah, he he'd, he'd be the biggest artist in the world. Yeah, it, it, that would be wild. That would be it'd be great. Now I kind of want that to happen. That, I want that to happen because <laughs> that would be amazing. Because then after that, like I just want to hear him say, "I want my food farm." <laughs> I want my food farm. My food farm. That was like my favorite line from Top Boy. I love when they said, "I want my food farm." That's wild. But hey, man, yo, 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 let's get let's get twenty one out, man. I, don't send the man back. Man, you send me back. I'm just gonna have a. I'm gonna have a tour. I'm like, hey, set up the tour while set I'm out the there tour. while we working on my out. um my paperwork. Might shit. as well I finally get the, can come out here and rock out. Let's do it. Get the money. We gonna get, we gonna get more money off this. Y'all thought y'all held me down. I'm about to show y'all what's up. Yeah, dog. That's crazy, though. I did think it was fake, too, when it popped up. 21 Liverpool, nigga, out here. 21 Liverpool. Let's get it. 21 Liverpool. 21 Crumpet, nigga. Let's get it. We out here. Fly my nigga London on the track out and get to it. Get the whole album. And we call it call it from uh, from ATL to UK. <laughs> and he got to call that first track Ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's that's the track right there. That's that's the and same. Do, and do some do some deep digging. Talk about talk about. I don't know. Flip it. Do some Dumbo and Tantras on there. I don't know. Just let just let them know you ain't nothing to be played with. You ain't nothing to be played with. That's funny. That, that I I'm I'm really ready to see the the whole like, story. The whole story. Because this, this is very interesting. Like that's the plot twist of 
That was one of the most random things we could have seen yesterday. Right? That was that was wild. That's a, the biggest plot twist of 2019 thus far. <laughs> like, like, My like man. that was almost as, as crazy when you heard Drake had a baby or something. Yeah, Loki. Like, it's low that key. newsworthy, but. Yeah, because when Pusha dropped that, niggas was like, oh, shit. Shit. Damn, damn dog. Damn, dog. This nigga never, hey. But, yeah, well, one thing I want to do. Yeah. It's our first podcast of Black History Month. Oh, I yeah. I want to shine a little light on a on a, a local hero that a lot of people don't know about. Okay. Remember Hurricane Katrina? Yeah. And how devastating that was, how much flooding it was. A yeah. lot of people had to rescue themselves. Well, it was this dude named Jabari Gibson. When that happened, he was 20. Uh-huh. And he was he lived in the projects. He was known around there. A lot of people, he was a drug dealer. Yeah. So a lot of people knew him from that. Yeah. So when the hurricane came, you know, knocked the power out, they mm-hmm. had no water, mm-hmm. and they got word that the levees had broke. Mm-hmm. Other parts of, you know, town was starting to get flooded. Mm-hmm. So they was like, ain't nobody coming here to help us. We got to get ourselves out. So him and his friends started going in siphoning gas from other cars and getting gas and trying to find some way to get out of there when they saw this bus rolling, school bus rolling down the street. They flagged him down and said, where you got that from? He said, somewhere, some street, I can't remember the name of the street. Mm-hmm. So they go there, they say the keys were all left there in the office or wherever the school buses were parked. So they getting the keys and trying to crank up the, mm-hmm. the buses. They say after 30 minutes, they find one with a full tank of gas. He pulled back up to his projects Say, hop on. We out of here. So oh, he said, before he got there, the word got out and people were lined up. Yeah. They all get on the bus. They said the cops show up, make everyone get off the bus. He take off running. Like everyone ran off the bus except for his mom and he took off running. His mom understood why he ran because he just was in a high speed chase like uh, the week okay. before and yeah. they were looking for him. But when his mom talked to the cops, like, yo, he ain't trying to do nothing bad right here. He's just trying to help these people get out of this situation because you know what's coming. They allowed him to come back. And this is his first time driving a bus. He just learned it on the whim and drove them people out of there to Houston, 12 hours, and saved all their lives. That's that's beautiful. Like, oh, yeah, and the friends got two buses too, but yeah, those yeah, two yeah. buses didn't make it. Like, one ran out of gas or something, and one got a flat tire, or, and his the one that made it. And he was the first one, the first bus to make it to Astrodome. And at first, they wasn't going to accept him because this ain't the buses that the government sent out. Mm-hmm. But they convinced him, and then they let him in. That's amazing. So shout out to Jabbar Gibson. Yeah, that, that's that's amazing. Because, you know, they all they saw him as was a drug dealer. This nigga was a hero. Like, Black History Month is, like, my homie be posting uh, this different, like, um, I think it does every day. He does a different uh, historical uh, black person that, that's done something. And, like, when you read in a bunch of black, he's like, yo, we've been out here doing been out shit, here. dog. Been, been out, out here, here doing shit. That's why I'm like, we know, we all know about MLK and Malcolm yeah. X. Let's shine some light on some other people, yeah, even people some. that's still living right now, because. For him to do that, like that's selfless. Like, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you had to do something. Sometimes you just gotta do it. Yeah. You just gotta take the. You gotta take. You just gotta take the initiative and say, "We gonna get out of here. We gonna survive." Like, I gotta shine some light on you. You know what I'm saying for Black History Month. Like when you, uh, 
bought me that uh, doghouse hot dog that day. You ain't, you ain't have to. You know you what I'm saying? Have to. I yeah. was doing that for the culture. You're doing that for the culture, and that that fed me and kept me alive. So now I can go on and do something great because of that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I appreciate. The funny that. thing about it, we went to doghouse last night, and you didn't buy me uh, a dog. Well, can't so could And it's Black History. Like you could have yeah. repaid. Well, the, the thing about the history favorite. is sometimes it can be erased as well. So let's just continue to move forward and like forget. Fair enough. <laughs> The sad part is, he's in jail right now. Wait, who? For drug charges, Jabbar. Oh, shit. For but real? the good news is, he got sentenced to 15 years. That's the good news? No, the good news is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the good news? That's not nigga? the good news. That's not the good news. <laughs> the good news is, through a, a new act, he got like 10 years, I think, um, taken off his sentence. So I think he may be out now. That's wild. But at a time in like 2005, he was in jail. Shit. Did you see? Did you see the joke about how if uh, if six nine got 47 years, he'll be 69 mm-hmm. when he get up? I was like, oh, people. Yeah. That's wild. Did because because he's still in jail, huh? Yeah. Because he ain't. That shit crazy. Because they trial ain't till September. September. So dog. you get arrested last year. I gotta wait till September. Like you better speed up this trial. And then man. when we get to um, when I get to the trial, I might be going right back. Well, the thing is, they'll usually give you time served. But if I was, if I want my bail, let me be out until the trial. Like at least let me get that. Like that. Oh, man. Like that shit is crazy. Like if like imagine if this nigga went to jail for forty seven years, dog, and got out when he was sixty nine. Life. The irony. The irony in life is different. This life is different when you get like it's just it's just. But see, I don't even know if you'll survive that long. If he's labeled as a snitch, that's unless true. he's in like that's, protective that's, custody. Because now, are you gonna do forty-seven years in solitary confinement? Like you'll go crazy. Yeah, you'll go crazy. Yeah, yo, you don't like. Know. So I don't know, I, man. I don't know, man. That's a scary situation, that, that, man. Because I'm hearing that the reason he snitched now because on wiretaps that he heard his boys was cheating. Was like sleeping with his baby mom, his girl. Shit. So it's like, do you care about dudes that supposedly supposed to be your boys and they was fucking your girl behind your back? Uh, I'm supposed to go to jail for you now when you was doing you me was dirty doing all this dirty. time. It's like, it's like fuck that fucks with you because I don't know who to trust no more. Like I don't know. Who. I don't know. I can't trust my girl. I can't trust y'all. So I'm not trying to go to jail for no niggas that was fucking my girl behind my back. Yeah, and my nah. baby mama at that. Nah. I'm mad at her too, but I'm, I'm definitely mad at y'all mad at too. Yeah. Y'all say y'all supposed to be my brothers. All of this. A new dude got indicted that ironically enough, he said free six nine on one of his last posts. And six nine, I guess, snitched on him. <laughs> Yo, that's so now he in jail. So I'm like, you it's... know, he don't care about six nine. That whole situation is wild. That whole situation is wild, man. And I like don't be a follower, man. That whole situation is wild. I, and I honestly, honestly, he young. You keep. He young. Honestly, I hope the boy get out. I hope he gets some type of some something. But it's just like it, that's wild. Because I can't imagine my like my freedom is my like that's our that's our thing. Like we out here roaming around free to be put in a box for that many years. I got family members in there that I know. It just, I know you're a different person. You're a different, you're a different person. My thing is, this is because I'm empathetic and compassionate person. I do kind of feel bad for him. 
But the part of me that don't feel bad is like you did this you to did. yourself. You, you did. You did. You did this to yourself. You decided to ride with these guys. You decided to do all these things. You decided and to then scream what you do in your song. Yeah. You 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 did all of this to yourself, honestly. So yeah. I can't even be mad. You like, can't be. Yeah. I I can't. The can't government gonna mad. do what they do. Yeah. Like yeah, they, they, I, don't, they, I don't know, man. Yeah, the government but gonna. I don't do know all the details. True. So I don't know. But I don't know. From what I do know, the little I do know, it's, it's not a good situation. Yeah. I know one thing: when the feds come get you, you usually gonna do some time. Yeah, because they don't. They, don't they already got out. the evidence once they come and get you. So it, it's a whole different level. That's wild. The last niggas I know who beat the feds was Murder Inc. <laughs> that sounds so funny. They beat them. Well, but that ain't that's rare. Well, they Irv Gotti and them beat them, but that's rare. Damn, dog. I just was thinking about that. It's just, it's just a rough situation. But um, so this was interesting on that you got on the board that I didn't. I, I don't know what that is. I was like, I'm gonna let Cam tell me about that because that sounds wild. Because that looked like I, it was gonna. I, I didn't get to read into it. Cause I just seen it. But yeah, so it was a Democrat that's candidate that's running for office. Yeah. I don't know if she running to be president or what. Um, I think she is, but. She's leading with she wants to give black people a hundred billion dollars in reparations. That's wild, and that'll be <laughs> spread over ten years. But to me, that ain't shit because we, excuse me, we're like old trillions. Oh yeah, tri- oh, for sure trillions. And then in the grand scheme of things, fuck that money. Th- this is me speaking. This is yeah. my personal theory. I'd rather them give us the land. Something that's going. Yeah, because yeah. the thing with land, if say you give us a hundred billion dollars. And then the economy go to shit, and now the money ain't worth nothing. Yeah, all that don't mean nothing. Don't but mean if you nothing. got land, you got that something. means something. You got land, you can grow food, mm-hmm. you can build infrastructure. You actually got something that's tangible. That no matter what, it's gonna be valuable. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be even more valuable now that mm-hmm. you got your own land to do stuff with. So, mm-hmm. give us that. Yeah, give you unless you're talking about the trillions. If you're just talking about hundred billion, because how many black people it is over 10 years, we probably each going to get two grand in total. Yeah, it's too many, yeah. yeah. You're going to get like 200 a year. <laughs> that ain't going to do nothing. So give us the land. But the one thing I appreciate is the talks about it. At least we need to yeah, start the talks yeah. about reparations because other, other minority groups got reparations before. Yeah. So if they got it, we definitely need them. And that, that land thing is really true. I remember I was watching um, Steve Harvey. Uh, there's a talk with Steve Harvey and how he was saying he went to uh, uh, was it Texas I believe it was and he, he was, was watching it after you came from the Magic Johnson Theater. Duh. <laughs> hold on, we gotta say this joke real quick. So we had our homeboys. I'm gonna get back to the Steve Harvey thing. We had our homeboys brunch for the Super Bowl yesterday, and he's a little bit older than us. He's not that much older than us. He may be like five years older than us. But uh, he was talking about how when. Because one of my friends is in town from D.C. And, and he was talking and he was like, yo, you from D.C.? He was like, yo, I used to yo, I used to go from North Carolina to D.C. all the time. We used to hang out down there. We used to go to the uh, Magic Johnson Theater. And uh, me and Cam was like, that shit sound old. That shit sound old. <laughs> like, I know about Magic Johnson Theater. I, I've seen them with my own two eyes. I've been to one before. Yeah. But the funny thing, when you just hear it, it sounds like something from the 60s. It do. It, it sounds like somewhere MLK was watching. We movies. was like, that shit sounds like somewhere they show film. You know, like you, film noir. That's somewhere you used to go say, I'm going to the cinema. <laughs> like He said, yeah, we used to be down at the Magic Johnson Theater. It sounds like something you know, my granddad would say. 
So that shit was that, just funny. That shit was funny. But uh, anyway, so Steve Harvey was talking about how he bought a piece of land down there. Didn't know. I mean, he knew he need, he wanted to buy the land so he could have his home and stuff there. But he never knew what it was going to turn into. Where was it? Sorry. I, th- I think it was Texas. Okay. But he only had, he had a certain amount. But he went to one guy. And the guy was like, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I'm be able to give you this much land for this amount. He was like, oh, you know, he was almost about to give up. So then he went to another dude, and the other dude was like, How much you got? And I think it was, he might have had two hundred thousand or something like that saved from doing a little bit of shows and stuff like that. And he was like, All right, I'm gonna give you. I can give you the. Uh, it was a crazy amount of acres for for that. Steve built his house, but now because he still owns the land now. He has a center for young black kids to go to. It might be just boys, young black boys, but I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. But it's a center where they go um, for troubled youth and they teach them things. That's that's the that whole land is for that now. Mm-hmm. He said he had no idea what that land was going to turn into, but now it's turned into something with like that that's helping the community. Mm-hmm. And he just bought it because he was kind of homeless. He needed land so he could build his house on. I was like, that's amazing. Like, land can go a long land way. Land can go a long <laughs> way. Like, <laughs> I, that's how a lot of people get wealthy. That's how a lot of people, white people got yeah. wealthy. Like they start breaking up land and giving it to them, giving them land in prime spots that's worth mm-hmm. millions of dollars now. That's how you build generational wealth. So yeah. get that land and learn how to be self-sufficient, like grow, like my house, when I finally buy a house, I need yard. Not like I don't need acres, but I need enough yard where I can have a garden because I want to grow food. Yeah. I want to grow tomatoes. I want to grow at this onions. Rate, I want to grow potatoes. Anything <laughs> I can grow, I want to be able to grow. And because at this rate, honestly, every other week is something we can't eat. Something we can't eat. It's, it's something and we I can't really, eat. Like when our last house, we had fruit trees. Oh, we had man, oranges. Yo. We had lemons. We had limes. We had pomegranates. We had pears. Um, we had roses. We had everything in the backyard. So those are some of the best oranges. That I, shit. Well, I'm from Florida, so I'm used to orange trees. And Like my aunt had one. I used to go out there and mm-hmm. eat them until I had citrus burn. Mm-hmm. Mango <laughs> trees like, and shit. Yeah. yeah the, 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 oh, man, I wish. Nigga, if we had a mango tree in our backyard, we would have. We that's my favorite fruit. That's my favorite fruit as well. Yeah, but when we used to make like the orange and pomegranate juice, like it would be so fresh and good. Like, it's different it's when it comes like from the natural. earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. No type of pesticides on it. It's just natural. Like yeah. we had to fight some of the bugs for the pomegranates. Them pomegranates <laughs> was, was, was high value in our the backyard. Bu- the bugs were like, what's Ooh, good? Like, boxing them bugs. Like, get the fuck off here. Boxing them bugs. Them. Yeah, man. But yeah. I know like I grew up, my grand aunt, which is my grandmother's sister, she had a farm. So when I used to go visit my grandma in Macon, yeah. we'd be on the front porch picking peas, cleaning greens, and I'd be picking up the little worms sometimes off them, put them in jars and feeding them leaves. So I'm used to seeing people grow food mm-hmm. and eat that food. Mm-hmm. And then my dad's side, who all live in Bahamas, my granddad got a farm, and he got mangoes. Yeah, they took me to that land. All, yeah, kind of, land all kind of food. So, like, I want the grow yeah. shit too. Like when and I, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it helps with uh what's the word I'm looking for um patience like it teaches you like patience like because you gotta you gotta tend to this stuff it teaches you about yeah. caring these because you gotta uh, tend to these crops you gotta make sure you they're getting the right nutrients and everything and you feel a sense of like 
accomplishment. Like they say, like gardening and stuff like that is like therapeutic. A, yes, therapeutic is like meditation because you mm-hmm. get to go out there and be one with nature. And you know, since we come from dirt, it's like we getting back to our to our roots. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I was like, I, I, I feel you. And the thing about you. it, that that whole therapeutic thing, that's real. I don't know if it come with age, but one of my favorite things was to go back there and water these trees, and water those flowers we had, and take care of them. And I would put on some Bob Marley or something. I think it's a. I was like, it was very therapeutic. For I me. think it's a sense of peace in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not really. It's early. You're not really too worried about stuff that's going on during the day. That it's just you, the plants, and Bob, and y'all out there just. just Sometimes it'll be no Bob. So no I'll just Bob. Hear the, yeah. the water hitting the, the leaves yeah. and the branches and hearing the birds chirp. It just felt good. But that's why going to sleep, some some people listen to waterfalls and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Shit. It's just a, it's just a mm-hmm. relaxing feeling. Like that energy is so I'm something learn, real. I'm gonna learn yeah. all that once I get in my house. I'm yeah. gonna learn how to grow. And have me a little. Plot. I can. Um, if it's a small little plot, I just want to grow something just naturally. I'm on definitely want to plant some fruit trees. Whatever. I can come through and like borrow some tomatoes and shit. Like if I need to come through, man. You know what I'm saying? As long as you bring me something from your garden, we can you know. Uh, our own little farmers market shit. That's how they should like, do I in the community. Get to a point where I should, I have so much, I just take it to the farmers market, Yo. sell some, or just give it to other people. Like just do a barter system. Oh, you got this in your backyard. I got this in my backyard. Let me get some of this. Let like think if everybody that. on this block had their own little land with tomato. We all just was like, you know, like, that's how it should be. Like that. be. If if I'm in a COVID sag, it's all of us in a COVID sag. All these black families, like, yo, let's all grow shit and let's barter. Let's like, barter. Hey, I need an onion. Let me get an onion right quick. Right, but cool, you know, it's seasons for this stuff. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you ain't gonna know. have oranges all year. All year, yeah, yeah. But when they start coming back, you excited. You know, say he had the pomegranates, had the oranges. Let's barter. You know, we can make make some juice. Make some juice. Out Let's here. have Sunday dinners for everybody. Turn up, man. Go Become get the greens from your backyard. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah, come on. We speaking man. to y'all, man. Y'all come not man. listening. We y'all hear us? About fingering, fucking. Now we, we talking, talking about, about gardening. Come on, we went from fingering the garden, and both of those are both in the flower. And both got to use your fingers. Come on, man. Come on, we giving y'all bars today. Y'all didn't think that's where it was going to was going to go. Yep, rewind it back, rewind it back. Tongue got twisted. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't think we were going to go there today. Come on, man. Y'all thought it was just about fingering. Nah, we was getting to the gardening. That's the name of the podcast, From the Fingers to the Flowers. There you from go. The fingers to the Flowers, <laughs> which is ironic because <laughs> a vagina can be described as a flower. Come on, man. We got nothing on, but poetry man. for y'all. Tantras, like we Jay-Z in this bitch. And we told y'all we come from poetic times. We, we told y'all that. And shit. Come on, man. That come from writing notes. Y'all young kids don't know y'all about don't know that. Nothing about that, you man. These kids. Man, we out of here. Y'all was born. I've been out here. We've been out here. You 96 babies. When Come Tupac on, died, I was in the third grade. Yo, y'all was sipping, we was flicking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what when we When I was doing. 18 in the club, y'all was going to bed. Going to bed. Y'all had a bad time. Y'all bad was getting time. tucked in. Come on, man. Come I was on, untucking man. my shirt to get Fritz at the door to get inside the club. Come on, y'all was lingering. Y'all was getting tucked in, I was tucking that. Y'all was lingering, we was fingering, man. Come on, man. We out here. All y'all was getting tucked. Call y'all Chris Tucker. Y'all tuck, man. Y'all nip tuck. <laughs> y'all nip tuck. Come at me. We love y'all. Ain't man. nobody come at us. Love you so You just start talking about all this, all this therapeutic all this, stuff, and then we go to aggression. Get aggressive. But that's what life is about. Balance. That's what life is about. Balance. You know what I'm saying? Tupac in the garden, nigga. Tupac in the garden. Dog. Tupac in the Tupac garden. Tupac in the garden. DMX in the garden. DMX in the garden. <laughs> What these fruits want from a nigga? There was tulips and fillies and lilies and roses, tomatoes, potatoes, <laughs> about three oranges, <laughs> pomegranate, and pears, <laughs> lemons, limes. 
Yo. Plants. Uh, vines. Plants. Vines. <laughs> oh, man. Cuties. Clementines. <laughs> Oranges. Peaches. <laughs> it's making me sad. We ain't got them things no more. But we I do know, have a, like a little lemon tree. We do? A very small one. It grow like two lemons. But you can't, I can't be mad at I it. Can't, I got to take the two lemons. It's right in the corner. Because the lemon and lime tree come in handy, dog. Yeah, yo, yo, I was so confused. Like, I'm, I'm going to say my, my dumb moment. Yeah, go ahead. I was so confused by our lemon and lime tree that, my bad, I got distracted by my phone going off. <laughs> but it was intertwined. We had a tree intertwined. Yeah. From, and it, it was weird. Like, you can't really see the, 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 the base of it. So until I had to go really down in there and figure it out. But we would have limes and lemons sometimes. So I was like, wait, I thought this was a lime tree. Now I start seeing lemons. I'm like, do lemons turn into limes after a while? <laughs> I was so like, I was like, confused this, this can't too, be. I know these are two separate things. And I had to go and find that to cut some branches down. I finally started seeing this two yeah. different trees that was intertwined. They became, it was crazy. And the lemons, and the thing about it, the lemons would be green at first. They would be like they would be like small and green, and then they would get like so it was it was confusing it was, it was, as fuck. It was my one dumb moment, but I appreciate that. Tree. I mean, I listen, you researching, got, I figured everything out. You gotta learn somehow. You gotta learn somehow. Yeah, so, learn you know, somehow. Niggas fuck up sometimes. Niggas fuck up. You know but you come back, you get back in the game, man. Get back in the game. I almost was about to go into boss talk, but you know, yeah, that's for the hey, Patriots. Do some boss talk. What you want to talk about? I'm just saying, you got to get back in the game. I just did this podcast the other day, and now wait, you just, wait, is this what I think is this? So I think you about no, to do. No, no, we can't. This is because we. That's for the Patreon. So this no, is like. No, we still can give some boss off. We have. It's like more a boss off. Oh, Patreon. we do. All right, cool. Shit. Shit. What you saying? Boss talk. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. Like I was talking to my homie the other day. Okay. And I was like, life is just like a boxing match, right? So boom. Nigga ain't never boxed Come on. in his life. I box. I box. I box once. I box once. I box once. I, it was just a bag though. You All know right. what I'm saying? But um. <laughs> So like, you you get knocked down. You the opponent. You get knocked down. Boom, you on the mat. Now, you got a certain amount of seconds to get up. Mm-hmm. Now, as tend you to be. tend to be exact. Yeah. As you getting up, like if you take it from the uh, Golden Eye James Bond. That's for all y'all that was tucked in the bed. Y'all know nothing about that Golden Eye James Bond. Greatest game on. The if you take if you take it from that perspective, um, the uh, what they call it angle the. Uh, uh, POV POV angle, as you getting up, like shit, shit could be blurry. You know what I'm saying? Your eyes might be a little. You might be having sweat in the eyes and stuff like that. And that's kind of how life is. But at the end of the day, if you don't get back up, you're not gonna win, or you're not gonna have a chance to fight. So you got to get back up and fight because life throws shit. I mean, whether the deal don't go through, whether the your girlfriend break up, which all that is like you getting up and kind of getting your balance. Like you got to get your footing right. And I was like, in life, you just got to get up and get your footing right. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to get back in the match. If you don't get in the match, you're going to be flat and that's going to be it. You know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, that's, that's what fighting. you got to keep fighting. You know well, I want to say, now that you speak of boxing to end this, if you ain't got nothing else. No, nah, that, that was just it. Just to end this, I'm not going to say her name because yep. I'm not going to put anybody out there, but we got a home girl that when she get drunk, she become illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> and I call her Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> when she drunk, she become Floyd. Uh, she says she can't read when she's drunk. And I ain't I've always been able to read when I'm drunk, but I yeah. mean maybe I might not be able to want I might not want to read, but I can read. Yeah, I can read. You know what I'm saying? But, but listen, Patreon. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Thank you guys for continuing to support the Patreon, continuing to donate. 
Thank you guys for continuing to listen to this podcast. We want to keep getting better, keep getting better. Oh, and for the fan who said that she don't find our uh, find us funny like that no more, or she said she wanted extra people on the podcast, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I told her, I said, look, some podcasts are different. Some days we got to get a little more serious. Some days we got to get a little silly. I think this one, we had a balance of both. I think this was a really good uh podcast uh today so i hope you enjoyed it if you're still listening if you're not i mean it is what it is i'm still gonna get up and keep fighting but i hope you are listening and just know that we love you as a fan and as your and as a supporter so and yeah. before we go yep. before i forget i wanted to do this at the beginning but i got a little sidetrack um i want to give a shout out to one of our supporters stacy thomas mm-hmm. she sent us her book and it's called always on the Always on the way, travel stories on a semi-young black woman's life overseas while trying to maintain her sanity. And that was based on her experiences while traveling. It's, you can get this on Amazon. You can get it anywhere. And I actually read a lot of the chapters. I actually went to, I didn't start on her first chapter in South Korea, but I skipped to a lot of the places I want to visit. So I read all them stories, and they were really good. Yeah, shout she out pictures you. in there. To go with the story, so shout out to her for sending this to us. That's I'm amazing. Finish reading the book because it's been really good thus far. And she sent us these cool bookmarks too, with these characters of us on there, and a great little message on the back. But thank you. Yeah, thank you. I Stacey. appreciate that. And y'all check out her book, Always on the Way: Travel Stories of a Semi-Young Black Woman's Life Overseas While Trying to Maintain. Because her traveling is where it's at. Yes, and when somebody travel. documents the traveling, that's very interesting. It is always amazing because there's so much of this world to see. It's so much to see. So, um, But thank you guys once again, like we said, for uh, Patreon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, remember, you know, 317.19. That's all I got to say. But, it's been um, two episodes of Boss Talk on the Patreon thus far. So yeah. if you become a patron, those open up to you. Those and open a up. new episode tomorrow. So, uh Yeah, thank you guys for listening once again to the Comedy Trap House. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. I did it again, Cam, because I I go to end it. Get your finger game up. That's what I'm saying. My fingers used to be different when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? They're not the same. You need to channel that younger finger. Hold on. These older fingers trash. All right, hold on. Let me get the younger finger right here. Here we go.